entrepreneurship is not about trophy at the end, right? Like entrepreneurship is about losing. Entrepreneurship is about striving and like falling on your face and then getting back up from it and then showing the world that you are capable. Hey there, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Winners Podcast, a podcast on business, mindset, and good. With us, we have today Natsune Oki, an entrepreneur, author, and host. Thanks for coming on the Winners Podcast. How are you doing today? Yeah, thank you very much for having me. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Good. So how have things been going on with you and like with everything that's going on? Yeah, no, everything is good. You know, another productive and very busy day today. Um, how was your day? No, everything is going great. I just like woke up because I have a lot of work to do on my end. So I get to ask this question a lot, but to you, is this like the pandemic going on right now? Is it a bad situation, a good one or something like a mixed blessing? Uh, for me, I see it as a like test for me like you know this is the time that if you are like actual entrepreneur like this is the time that you get to enjoy because this time literally really tests you really gives you the opportunity to grow you know um so you know whenever i meet situations like this regardless of whatever happens like i try to welcome it with gratitude yeah that's it because a lot of people are somehow like rejecting or being against the pandemic without knowing there are a lot of businesses that are going up right now. Where, where do you think people should start focusing their attention with all these things going on? Um, like I said, I think uh, any, any challenges uh, or changes that's uncomfortable for us, like this is the time entrepreneurs should really like be alive because like entrepreneurship is not about trophy at the end, right? Like entrepreneurship is about losing. Entrepreneurship is about striving and like falling on your face and then getting back up from it and then showing the world that you are capable, right? Like that's what people should get off their adrenaline from if you are like a true entrepreneur versus like if you just enjoy the trophy or the, you know, the show off of the results of entrepreneurship, the result of your success, then that's not necessarily entrepreneurship. You know what I mean? So the way I describe entrepreneurship is like you, you enjoy it. You enjoy failing. You enjoy adversity. You enjoy challenges because those are the time really uh, builds your character as an entrepreneur. Yeah, that's really true. It's actually to enjoy what you're doing because I think if you don't have the passion, you don't have to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, exactly. And then there's no like good or bad in here, you know, like it's just uh, comes down to pure self 
awareness of what you want. And then by all means, like it's completely okay if you're not entrepreneur too, you know? Yeah. Um, but I guess coming back to your point, I guess my point is that, you know, if you're entrepreneur, like adversities like this is for you to shine. Like this is the time that we should be all hungry for if you're an entrepreneur. Indeed, that's like, this is a time for entrepreneurs to actually like pop up and come up with new ideas. And mm-hmm. with this period, a lot of people are developing the sort of like negative mindset. How have you kept mm-hmm. up the positive mindset with all that's happening? It comes down to self-awareness too. And, so, you know, this is an analogy that I, that I make often. Um, it's kind of like, you know, politically questionable analogy it could be. But, you know, I bring out Japan as an example sometimes, you know, like, so you're like, you know, years ago, like Japan got bummed from America, right? Yeah. And I often describe, you can only gain empathy for things you experience, the opposite side of the extreme, right? So you are not able to gain empathy for things that you cannot understand um, how you would feel if you go through the same experience does it make sense yeah and then i think it's the same thing like japan you know at some point japan had been very violent country and was very like you know out out of control kind of country at some point and then we understand because we had to face that adversity we understand that hurting people is bad today you know so we gain the depths in our understanding of like we understand how heavy it is seeing so many people dying from the tragedy, right? And then we deeply understand the grief of it. And so we basically, the thing is like, because we went through that adversity, we came to the other side of it, which makes us today, how uh, who we are today, where we are no longer participate wars, we're super safe country. We value like each other. We are very respect to each other, uh, respectful toward each other, like stuff like this. Like actually came out from that learning. And without that adversity, without facing that adversity, we wouldn't be able to gain this level of uh, understanding, like depth in understanding of what it feels to be the otherwise, right? Like so. My point here is that by going through this adversity, you actually understand the pain. You actually understand the suffer that this specific event is causing you right now. And actually, at the end of the tunnel, you come out better person. You Because you experience this adversity, whatever you're facing right now as a trouble, you became more, you become more capable. Like you, you, you are able to gain empathy for other people. You're able to um, come out stronger. And that's how I would describe when, whenever I face challenges like this. And is there some discipline that has helped you to like keep up in facing these challenges? Yeah. And I think it comes down to, it comes down to a little bit of self-awareness once again, and also um, discipline is a good word, but I think it's also like uh, willingness, right? Like it's something under your control. It's not like a natural skill that you have, but it's more like when you are so ambitious, you know what you want. Plus you have the willingness to work for it. Then you really don't have any other option 
like but to have this kind of perspective to keep a persevere in whatever you need to pursue yeah that's actually that's a really good point in actually keeping up with like a positive mindset and all that and mm-hmm. one thing people always tend to have is like negative thoughts personally yeah. how do you handle negative thoughts Yeah, so I think this is a very interesting question. That's because it's actually it actually connects to what I just said uh, previously, is that when I look at negative people versus positive people, I don't attribute who they actually are to those characters, but rather my perspective on it is positive people are positive because they're strong. They're willing to stay strong regardless of the adversities versus negative people it just doesn't take any effort or courage to be negative right like negative negativity is normal it's definitely not successful it's normal it's everywhere all the time 24/7 it's available but so as positivity but it does take a little bit more effort it does take a little bit more courage for someone to be positive to like consciously look for the positive things around them right so for me the way i describe it is um instead of saying i'm a negative person or i'm a positive person i like to refer it as i'm a strong person who's willing to look for positivity regardless of the negativities right versus like i'm a scared person i'm a hurt person who needs who needs to make a shift in our uh, in my mindset to be stronger so this is completely under your control Yeah, that's one thing which people feel to acknowledge or know that actually negativity and positivity is under your control you are the person who influences yourself mm-hmm. exactly i agree um and you know negativity is not only internal but external to things such as friends news social media may make you feel negative and how do you handle those kind of external negative factors um how do i fa- uh, handle like outside negativity yeah so i focus on like true skill i focus on life skill i don't i lean more toward like actual tangible like a uh, survival like a life skill versus strategies that's why i have such a long term perspective in everything and so coming back to your point when i when i think about how people could trigger to bring me down i think about um your tolerance level you have toward a negative person directly connects to your strengths like how how strong you are right how capable you are so regardless of like being scared of someone bringing you down like you should you should develop yourself enough to the point where you're you're strong enough to um, i guess face these negativities so my thing is like once again like i don't necessarily um, i don't necessarily uh, default all my action based on like moment by moment action or events but i rather um i have a tendency to look at how i operate my daily life how i behave how i 
like all my habits are predicated on my long-term life habit. So at this point, I don't necessarily have such a, um, like a fear in other people affecting me as, as much because my, by default, I understand who I am and I understand that I'm a strong person. And if anything, when challenges come to me, including people trying to bring me down like negative with negativity and everything like that, I look at it as opportunity for me to be better person, because I know that if I, if I'm good, if I stay ambitious, if I deserve the success, regardless of whatever happens, I will always figure out my way to become successful, right? That includes like when you're successful, of course, you're going to have more people try to bring you down. Of course, you're going to have more obstacles that you're perhaps not even meeting today, right? So that's just preparation for me to go to the next step. Yeah, indeed, that's that's actually a good way to handle external mm-hmm. negativity. And mm-hmm. to, to your opinion, do you think the social media is highly to be blamed for increasing like this depression, anxiety, and all of that? I don't think social media is what what it is. I think social media is just a tool that makes our voice louder. But if you think about television, if you think about radio, if you think about magazine, whenever these media came out, people blamed them for it, for our own insecurity. Like nothing had changed that much. What changed was just the format. But people have been insecure all the time. People have been negative all the time. So we like to blame on other things. But in reality, it's just us doing the same thing all over again, just changing the format of it. Yeah, I, th- I think the social media has been good audience and he has helped a lot, especially with things going on, like the case of George Floyd and all of that. I think the social media is actually opening up more more people to like give out their voices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you spoke of insecurity. How mm-hmm. do you, how do you handle like insecurities? I think my biggest thing is, you know, as much as I, I'm a completely, I'm a number one fan of me, like regardless of if my mom tells me that I'm shit, if my dad tells me that I'm shit, or if my best friend tells me that I'm a stupid, like whatever, like I would always be ready to stand up for myself. And I'm always on my side, regardless of whatever happens, right? Like if the whole world turns to me and tell me that I'm a loser, like I'm already there for me, right? Like I'm already, I'm ready to like buck me up, right? So I'm the always like by default, super like the number one cheerleader for me at all time. Though, however, at the same token, I also deploy a lot of humidity in daily basis because I don't want to be burnable. So back to your point, what I wanted to say is that I don't have insecurity because as much as I'm a biggest fan of myself, I also understand that I don't mean anything to the world. Like, even if I die tomorrow, people are not going to talk about it. Like, I mean, some people will, but their life is going to go on. Like, I, I don't mean much to them, right? Like, everybody have their own life to live. I'm not the center of the universe. So when I understand how to basically have both perspective in, like, I feel like you can become unstoppable. From insecurity, 
Yeah, I think that's a great way to handle insecurities. Actually, being your number one fan and mm-hmm. seeing your own self as like, okay, you are this person, you are valuable to yourself, and maybe the world may not value you, but you have to be valuable to yourself. I guess that's what you're trying to say. Yeah, it doesn't matter whoever shit on you. Like, you need to be number one fan all the time. And then in the same token, you should never be too fancy. You should never assume that you mean something to the world. Because the moment you hallucinate that you're somebody, like, you become too soft to mm, execute on their on your business. Like, for example, for example, I'm going to give you an example. Like I, like I said, I've seen so many big businesses going bankrupt because, you know, entrepreneurship is about that. Like you have to work in the dirt. Like you're not too good to do anything. Like you, you have to do everything and anything it takes for you to not go bankrupt, right? So that means that you might have to pick up your sign and go on the street to advertise your business. Even if you are like CEO of like billion dollar company, if that's going to save your company, you have to be willing to do it. But I feel like so many people get too fancy and then start thinking that they cannot do it because, you know, they're too good to do it. Does it make sense? And then when that happens, you as a business operator, you become too soft to take the loss. But in reality, entrepreneurship is about taking the losses, taking the failure and you know, coming back from the failure and sticking it to people's faces, right? So that's like, that. that's the kind of um, hungry uh, ambition it takes for entrepreneurs to stay, stay ambitious, stay on the game. But some people become too soft to stay ambitious in that environment because they start thinking that they're somebody. Like they start thinking that they're too good to work in the dark, right? So- that's what I want. Uh, that's what I often promote is like, you know, you always need to operate with humility. If you want to stay in the game as an ambitious entrepreneur, like, I mean, if you're not, if you're not ambitious, like you should lose, right? Yeah. Uh, because that's what the market is like. So that that's what I often tell people is like, you know, the market is going to be how it is. If you wish something or if you don't wish something like it's just going to tell you right to your face if you suck or if you're good right so you have to be always ready to take the loss and you have to be always willing to do whatever it takes for you to win regardless of the losses it um you take does it make sense yeah that's actually like that's actually true mm-hmm. and and you as an entrepreneur, I think anxiety and depression, there are something which a lot of entrepreneurs go through, maybe knowingly or unknowingly. And have there been a moment when you have felt yourself going through that? Anxiety and depression? Yeah. I think it's also practice too. Like for me at this point, I'm still hustling every day basis, right? But because I like everything I'm doing, like in a daily basis, I don't necessarily have that feeling at the very moment um but i think it comes to practice like you know when you first start learning business for example i had i had it a lot a lot more because i had my self-doubt and i still gave myself a little bit of a space of like am i doing the right thing right or am i like am i gonna fail am i doing the right thing am i just like wasting my time like you know stuff like this 
but because I've been doing it for uh, for some time now, and also every day by constantly uh, by uh, by by choice, I listen to positive voices, right? And then also I think about life in, in a very long term um, instead of like you know me winning tomorrow. Like I I see it as like me winning in ten years, right? And I I I've been kind of practicing having the patient to adjust my time frame to that now i don't have it that much yeah yeah i think that's like uh, the best um, way to handle it because even if you see as a, an entrepreneur you see people like warren buffett they are not just thinking of tomorrow when they invest you see a lot of people invest in the next day they are like oh i have this coming up tomorrow and they get told more stressed about it and i think the point you just mentioned is real great on how to like handle that anxiety, depression, to think long term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, once again, I mean, like your success or failure don't mean much to the world. Like it, it will mean a lot for you. But, um, you know, the bottom line is like people have their own shit. Like even if you fail, like nobody cares. Like, and then you can always win back, right? Like it's not like you lose and you're, you're stuck there right like it's it's also like i said like how you look at the adversity you can easily come back from your losses yeah that's true it's very easy to make a bounce back and people always talk of the better version of themselves and what is this better version all about and how do you attain it there's something i talk about uh in my book the game of self-domination uh, i mentioned meeting your true i identity circle which is a chapter that i talk about the importance of self-awareness right and my big thing i talk about a lot is like 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 you can probably tell from my the title of the book the game of self-domination what i talk about is like very like uh, um content with within yourself so my thing is like you don't have to be the best person uh in comparison to the others, but you should always compare yourself with yourself, not with the others. So I don't necessarily dwell on like, you know, am I the smart one here? Am I like, do I appear smart? Do I appear the most successful one? Like, do I appear the most like rich one, whatever? Like, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, I don't care if you're making more money than I, I do. If I don't care if you're more successful than I, I am. Like, I don't care because I care about if I'm being the best version of myself and competing against myself and like attaining the uh, maximum happiness within myself, not compared to how happy you are, but comparing to how happy I am, right? So coming back to your point, like, my um what i think of it is when you say achieving full potential i definitely see it as uh not the competition right competition against others but it it's it's all about what you want uh what you want to achieve and then also doing the best uh best that you can and i mean frankly you really don't know like you you really don't know the alternative like you have so for example if you have a benchmark of like what you should be doing 
or what should happen or whatever, like should, right? Like if you have the romance of like what should happen in life or where you should be, but in reality, that is not happening. So what is that gonna, oh, what it's gonna um, leave you is what is happening with you right now. So meaning that as long as you're doing your best and you know it, and then you're enjoying where you, like your journey, then that's the best you can do. And you don't have to like, like it's a waste of time to think that you should be where, where like you should be achieving, you know, X, Y, and Z because that is not happening. So what instead, what you should fully focus on is the present. What you should fully focus on is like where you are right now and understanding it and then just enjoying the journey and then i mean that's not to say that like you shouldn't have a goal but that's more uh, i'm i'm saying it from the place of like whatever is not happening or whatever you don't have you don't have it and then that's your starting point like instead of seeing it as obstruct or instead of seeing it as like miserable thing miserable start like why don't you focus on what you have right now and then be grateful, thankful for whatever you have, and then start from there. That way you can start from abundance, the state of abundance instead of scarcity. And when you are in your journey from in the abundance state, like A, it's just way more happy, happier journey, like way more happy to get on a journey like that. And B, you achieve better, like you achieve more. I mean, there are like tons of like actual science book proving how people are more productive when they they are happy so one thing i captured there that is really actually true is like focusing on the present and enjoy mm-hmm. and enjoy the journey i think that's a very very great point there which um yeah. a lot of people don't do yeah yeah and then, i mean like you know the thing is like when you when you commit to a decision when you try to pursue your dream like you're not living dream for the success you're more more likely 90 percent of the time you're spending your journey in the failures (laughs) (laughs) and then you know so that that's what it is like your life is about the journey not the final destination like the final destination is just the cocaine effect it's just like a moment of high right Uh, but the journey continues and then it's like super long journey so you should you should definitely default your thinking into like enjoying the journey rather than like just skipping everything until your success. Indeed, that's actually a perfect point made there. And let's move a little bit to like the business world. And to you, what do you think is like that thing which entrepreneurs, most entrepreneurs fail to do? I mean, it's really depend on their business model and what industry they are in. I mean, one thing I definitely believe is that like more than anything today, it's important that you communicate what you do to the world and then you're loud about it. Like you create your own media is very important. Um, I think you can basically customer acquisition is more personal today because you can create contents that actually value customers and that way instead of you making the sales like sales uh, pitches you actually 
obtain attention from customer where they value your information that you create for them. So in that sense, having a media, some sort of media, I would say especially social media because you can do it at scale, is very important for any businesses today. Yes, that's the social media is very helpful to businesses. And let's first begin with this. What is your, your own personal definition of an entrepreneur? Um, entrepreneurship. So the, I think coming back to the beginning statement, entrepreneurship is about taking the losses and failures and loving creating something from scratch, zero to 100. Like you shouldn't, you shouldn't start from 100 to something like entrepreneurship is about working in the dirt taking the failure losses taking the you know uh being made fun of like you know like but still be willing to create something like humility like these things come in my mind a lot and i think for it's the purpose of doing it can badly uh vary like you can you can end up being entrepreneur from different reasons um but it's like up to you, like very subjective of why you want to be entrepreneur. And I think one thing you shouldn't do is working for the trophy, like getting into entrepreneurship for the trophy. But that's one thing you shouldn't do. But other than that, I think the reason can be varied and then it can be only defined by each individual person. Like if entrepreneurship makes sense for you, for your, for your what you want and your condition, then you should by all means do it. But just know that the trophy is not guaranteed, but failures are pretty much guaranteed. But micro failures, I mean. Yes, um, entrepreneurship is like those failures, those successes without concentrating on what, what like you're gaining from it or all of that. And what actually like makes successful entrepreneurs? What does an entrepreneur need to succeed? I think again, this is also subjective in what kind of business you're you're in today, uh, you're starting today. But I think one thing that's common is like, I I would say two things that's common is like, one, um, be willing to create something from nothing. So which takes a lot of mental resilience, which takes a lot of mental strengths. Like you need to be looking at the situation from very creative perspective sometimes, and it requires you to have will. It requires you to have mental fitness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second thing I would say is like, um, I would say product and market fit and just leeching as many people as possible and then understanding the product and market fit. So not dwelling on like nobody wants my service versus like let's find a customer who needs it because almost all businesses are needed. It's just a matter of finding the right customer who would pay for you. Yeah, that's actually true. All businesses are like valuable and there's a lot of like space for everyone because there are seven point something billion people. So I guess everybody has an opportunity to start up with something. What books do you like read to surround yourself with this positivity, this positive spirit and this like entrepreneurship spirit? Yeah. So actually I have this one book uh, that changed my whole life, like for the better, for like forever. Um, 
I, I read it when I was high school, so it's been a while. But and uh, this book is in Japanese, so I'm really sad that whenever people ask me what book influenced me the most, like you know, I wish it was in English.、Uh, but the book is called, um, well, it's in Japanese name, but I'm gonna translate it in English. It's called like the dream never runs away from you. The one that runs away from dream is always you. And that's the name of the book. And then it's by Takashi Aimu. And I read it and it, it's really good,、uh, but it's in Japanese. And then another book I can talk about is but,、um, some book that I mentioned earlier, the science book that talks about how people are actually more creative when they are happy.、Uh, it is written by this Harvard researcher. Like,、uh, he's a happiness psychologist.、Uh, he called himself that. And then it's called Happiness Advantage, which is a very interesting book.、Um, okay, T- talking of books, you launched your own、yeah. book some months ago titled The Game of Self Domination. What inspired you、yeah. to get into writing? Yeah, well, The Game of Self Domination, I wrote it because like, I knew that I wanted to create media for me, which became Life Up Education TV. And then I knew that the book was a good, another medium, you know? And then, like, my thing is, like, I wanted to put down my knowledge in like, one place. And then I chose a book because it's like probably the easiest to form or the form that made, sense, made the most sense for me to put down my knowledge. I'm just trying to like, reach people. And then people consume content in a different forms, you know? Some people read, some people watch, some people listen. So I'm just trying to be in all the medium where I can reach other people. That's actually good because I think a lot of people are going now into reading, especially people who are like searching, people who need answers are going into reading. And what are people to get after reading the book? What is the book about? Yeah, so the book is about talking about how can we create mental transformation in three different phases. First phase, I talk about how can we create momentum and decisiveness in life. So, how can you create a decision you can commit? And then the second phase, I talk about how to create perseverance in committing into the decision, where actually this phase is more important than the first phase because now we are talking about. Practicality, we're talking about logical thinking, we're talking about perseverance, right?、Um, so it requires you to have less of an emotional approach, but more of like, you know, let's talk about self awareness, let's talk about like the practicality of how things work, how the world works, and nothing is ever about you, like everything is your fault, like, right? So those are the things I talk about in the second phase. And then the third phase I talk about. Is let's redefine the definition of success and happiness because in the, second,、um, in the second phase, we talk a lot about redefining the definition of failure,、uh, which is a super important topic for anyone who wants to you know, persevere in their, in their journey of achieving a goal. But you know, the third phase, we talk about. Uh, happiness, well, redefining happiness and success because this is a topic that a lot of people 
don't necessarily spend enough time thinking about because these these definitions are very very subjective but we tend to skip that and we tend to just like go for what is pushed to us what the success should look like instead of actually understanding what it is for you personally so i talk about that in a third phase i mean it means like people actually be having a lot of things to go through and read in the book because i think those are information that people need to be searching right now because there's a lot of things happening a lot of businesses are opening up people are getting to notice that somehow their degrees are not more important as it was some years back and i think mm-hmm. those are the type of books that people need to accustom themselves with right yeah so this book is for pretty much anybody who wants to create the change or uh invite the opportunity to be ultimately happy with their mind um and you know it's interesting because earlier i got asked very similar question from someone and my answer was like i don't know who this book is for i i, I said this book is pretty much for everybody however what i know is like i know what this book is not for too like in the very beginning of the book i state who shouldn't read my book but these are very like small percentage of people and then other than that this book is literally for everybody and that's to say that you shouldn't read my book if you don't want to change your life right like if you're if you're happy of where you are which is like super amazing i'm super happy for you if you are like you don't need my book but if you are even by like one centimeter unhappy about your life that you need to make some sort of change then it's it's good to give it a shot the link would be like in the footnotes of the podcast so people could actually like check the book out and read it so they could gain that like knowledge from it and there's this awesome. controversial question which people always ask and it is like should entrepreneurs go to school or is school better mm-hmm. than entrepreneurship yeah i think um i think it's up to each person you know um and honestly my answer to that is like like i i went to school right and honestly for me personally I had a really great experience going to school. Um and having finished this degree, I think I became wiser person, not by the paper, but by a person as a person. So I still value school. In the same token, like everybody wires differently, you know. So uh, what I did also uh, one other thing I did was I also took some time off. So I in that in that time off i actually got to meet and work with a lot of like actual entrepreneurs who were working in the tech industry so through that year i gained a lot of like actual you know actual work knowledge uh working with and for entrepreneurs in that period and i think that grew me a lot too and that combined with education i studied economics and business which strengthened me of like my critical thinking and you know the actual skill that now today I'm using I think in the end it was a good choice but I I think sorry to come back to your question I think 
everybody's wired differently. You know, some people don't enjoy it and are not good at it by all means they want to quit like I think you should you should quit and then you should try out and then you can always come back to school if you didn't like it so that's what I would say yeah I guess that would be like the advice for like people to choose between like school and entrepreneurship and I've noticed there's something like a skill is more important than degree as time has gone on. Because if you check now, the highest earning people are people who are more skilled than degree owners. What is your own thought on that? Is like the school part or the degree part more important than the skill set or the skill set important than the degree? I think, once again, I think it comes back to the topic of self-awareness because there's no like binary answer for this i feel like it's all about context too what you're comfortable with what you're happy with and the thing is like for specifically for entrepreneurship right not i'm not talking about life but i'm talking about entrepreneurship yeah like skill is not so because you know the number one thing that takes for entrepreneur is like I think everybody can be entrepreneur if you're willing, like if you are a type of person who can like, you know, just get on on the street and try to talk to strangers and try to sell stuff or right. Like that's entrepreneurship. Like you, if you, if you're not dwelling or you're a perfectionist, or if you're, if you're like practitioner, if you're willing to work in the dark, then you have the potential to be an entrepreneur. And from that perspective, like you don't necessarily need a degree, right? I mean, moreover, actually the degree might this might discourage you to have that entrepreneurial tendency, right? Because, you know, the wiser we get or the smarter we get, like it makes it harder for people to be willing to work in a dirt. Does it make sense? Like, for example, like the, the guys who have a PhD degree wouldn't, I, I'm not generalizing here, but, you know, it's, it's definitely harder for that PhD guy to just like, you know, get on the street and, you know, sell whatever, right? Like, that's so wild. <laughs> <laughs> so to some degree, my, my point is that I noticed that there's a tendency in this like intellect to... Um, distract people from really like getting on the dirt which is essential part of entrepreneurship but in the end of the day like you can still use your degree to be entrepreneur probably your consultant you can like right so I think it's really subjective of what you want to be in the end of the day like there's no one way or another like answer but it comes down to just like, what do you want, right? Like you shouldn't, you don't have to prepare for something. Like you just should do what you want right now and then adjust later in your life. Like, so, you, and then another thing is like, you just, you don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what is not going to happen. Like you shouldn't be like, you know, I should do this, therefore this is going to happen because that's not guaranteed. Like you, you might die tomorrow. Like, so the thing is like we just don't know what's gonna happen versus like what's not gonna happen so only thing you know is what do you want right now right 
and then just do it. And then if you if something doesn't feel right for a long time, then quit and do something else. And that's it. Like you, life is so simple. It's so basic. Like it's just the decision between you do or you don't. That's it. So if you don't want to do it, don't do it. Yeah. I think that's actually true. And an advice is people should actually take in like uh, following the passion or following the dreams because I see entrepreneurship more of like a passion stuff. You also have a, a show, Life of Education TV. Tell us yeah. a little bit what it's all about. Yeah. So Life of Education TV is a media channel that talks about how can we create the contribution in advancement of humanity from the perspective of arts and science. And I specifically say from the perspective of arts and science, because there's difference between the two and arts in the sense that like we are irrational animals and because we are irrational, because we are creative, because we're imagine imaginative, we came how far we came with our evolution we came how far we came with the innovation right and that's why i want to talk about inspiration in life what makes us strive and drive in our life in even if it's an illogical thing to do like that's what makes us inspired that's what makes us to produce something right and then i because we're human we also roll with intellect like we understand um the law of physics right basically and then um that's why i i i talk about science and science in a sense that science is not our owner we are the owner the creative being as we are who created so many inventions in our entire humanity lives our owner and we talk uh, in this channel we talk about how can we use science as data as knowledge that we gained through our evolution to achieve even more uh, more with our creativity so together that theme becomes advancement of humanity yes i think that's a very good scope you have for it and that's that vision is actually the best vision of like changing yourself or becoming the best vision because mm -hmm. people tend to look more of like what's happening or they tend to look more of like this tiktok videos of people dancing and all of that without actually educating themselves and i think your vision for it is a vision which everybody should actually try to attain thank you i really appreciate that and where could people reach out to you or get to your books or any way to get to you? Yeah. So my channel is called the Life Up Education TV and the book is called The Game of Self-Domination. You can find me at my website, lifeupeducationtv.com. And you can also find me under the same name, Life Up Education TV on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. Oh, that's great. The links will be in the footnote of the podcast. For people to actually reach out to you or get to you in case they have like anything in contrast to what you do. And one last question. What yes. would be your advice or take-home message, which if you're honored on the podium, 
to address everyone. What do you say? You can't be happy if you're weak. You have to be strong if you want to be happy. Because I, I think that we touched on it earlier, but you know, it's it's what it is. Like happy people are not lucky or happy. Like they they're happy because they're strong. Like they don't let those negativity or they don't dwell on their losses and failures. But rather, they have this courage to keep being happy, regardless of whatever happens to them. I think that's a great message that people can take and actually mm-hmm. seek happiness because happiness is a real true great factor. If you're not happy, you can start up a business, you can like keep up with your family life and all of that. And I think that's a very great take-home message. Thanks very much, Natsune, for coming on the Winners Podcast. Hope you have a great day ahead. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. Hey there, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Winners Podcast. This is a podcast on business, mindset, and growth. Hope you enjoyed this episode with Natsune as a guest. Hope you also check her out because her links will be in the footnotes of the podcast. Happy New Year to all of you guys. It's been long. I've not released any podcast episodes because I've been busy with some work. But I'm back to podcasting fully. And hopefully during the week I'll be releasing another episode. Hope you stay around by subscribing and sharing it because you know sharing is caring. Share it out to people you know this episode could help. And they could actually learn some values in it. I'll be bringing up more guests, more tips, more content. And also you could check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and all other social platforms at We Just Wanna Win. Because we always want to win. It's 2021. Let's go win. Let's go make that business. Let's take that new step. Let's start off a new life with happiness and positivity with wins. Have a great day, guys.